0: Hey, what's going on, Wes? Not much, bro. You know how it goes. Flying in by the seat of my pants as usual. Oh, good, good, because that's that's the only way I know how to fly. I fly either
1: coach or by the seat of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper.
0: They won't let, they won't let me on uh, planes anymore, but that, that's a story for another day. Oh,
1: damn. I hope it has something to do with alcohol, because I'm almost not allowed on planes anymore because of alcohol.
0: <laughs> uh, that's uh that's part of the equation um well, well hold on a second my bad i'm sorry i had the youtube player echoing your every word in my uh my ears um but yeah dr- drinking pr- half of the equation the other half chipotle Chip- uh, do the math
1: whoa whoa
0: okay it, it makes
1: it makes my story sound dumb but i will say but my story does not involve chipotle chipotle involves alcohol a funeral and a painting but you know what we'll save that for another time and (laughs) and now that you're all very curious i think it's time to start the show let's go This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two wise Friday. Not always true, but you know what? We do the best we can. Right here on YouTube, we do it live for your viewing pleasure. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, if you like to listen with your eyes, if you like to watch with your ears, we do it on podcast services of your choice, uploaded by our good friend Jay Meow. If you don't like watching this live, because we talk about a lot of stuff you don't care about, we get it there's a limited amount of time in the day you got other stuff to do other podcasts to listen to don't worry sci-fi game cat henry who i think is on vacation for the next two weeks uh so this is totally irrelevant uh is not putting timestamps into this fucker uh if anybody wants to put timestamps in and, and, and mail mail me the timestamps, without parole at gmail.com otherwise it might not happen for two weeks i apologize i don't have that kind of time either my name is brian paul from this channel right here PSVR. and this gentleman over here to my right it's wes dylan from virtual strangers what's going on
0: wes it's Wes Day, bro. I'm, I get to take a break. I get to sit here, hang out with the Game Cats, talk VR. It's th- my favorite time of the week, Brian. Except for maybe Friday night and Sunday afternoon. Those are pretty And we're back. All right. Well, you know what, man? This is going to be one
1: hell of a show. I can tell already. Uh, Wes, while we're, you know, while we're dealing with technical problems, uh, can you turn your mic down a little bit, and I'll turn it up from my end? It seems like... Uh... Might be distorting just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think my my uh, the gain knob on my microphone mm-hmm. and uh, the IPD adjustment on my PSVR two came from the same place because they tend to <laughs> move a lot on their own. Oh, it's not just me then. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, my, I have to adjust it every time.
1: Yeah, I, I every single time I put on my PSVR two headset before and after the Hans VR lenses, uh, like they just get further and further and further away um so i don't know what needs to be done well, about my,
0: my move in the other direction mine get closer together and i have to pull them out for every, real See, every time
1: i, I figured it was just my nose occasionally bumping the bridge right and so kind of like boom, boom 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 kind of touch but they get closer that's crazy so i don't know what the problem is then not so
0: it's probably it's probably i i, I clean my lenses way too much like uh. every time i take it off i clean the lenses every time i pick it up i clean the lenses i'm probably pushing them most likely yeah okay who the fuck knows uh, i did not get
1: a haircut you guys i've just been wearing a hat non-stop for the last three years so you had no idea what was happening underneath the hat <laughs> this this is what's been happening underneath the hat i apologize it's not better um the big reveal was not very interesting uh, guys, uh, you, you should already know this, but I'm going to tell you anyway because some of y'all might be new. Uh, make sure you click the, uh, click the description below and, uh, and go head on over to Virtual Strangers and subscribe to their channel because Wes here, my friend, uh, hangs out with his friends. Oh, look at Virtual Strangers. Sure. I really need to get on the with that pearl merch train. Um, they, they talk about all VR over there. Uh, very long form content. So if you like your streams, to not crash uh, and go for very very long periods oh, of time.
0: Don't promise. Don't promise that, bro. <laughs> you, you think you have technical difficulties? It's a weekly thing for us, even still.
1: Okay, well then, we're all held together by duct tape and wire coat hangers.
0: <laughs> although although sure. people
1: keep coming by to take my wire coat hangers, there must be some something going on. I don't know why everybody needs wire coat hangers all of a sudden. It's crazy. Time to play VR in the chat with the two quid it says. Why do you like Sunday afternoons, Wes?
0: Because, uh, well, I mean, that that's when I get to hang out with my good friend Roots Ooh. and recap all of the week's VR news. That's what we do. That's, that's how we roll. That's how we've been doing for almost four years or maybe over four years now. Um, we do news on Sunday, and that's how I keep up to date with, as Brian said, a, all VR platforms.
1: It's also a good way to, um, especially on Sunday, I think Sunday's like a good um, way to restart yourself for the next week. And, uh, you know, it's like, you got to get out the, the entire last week out of the way so you can make room for the next week. That's that's my theory. I'm sticking with it. I don't know. Uh, lots of stuff going on. You guys, uh, make sure you join our discord, click the link in the description below. Uh, if, if you want to leave a viewer takeover question, you don't feel like tipping, we get it, man. Like that's, that's totally cool. We want to make this as easy as possible for you. Uh, and so a lot of what we're going to be doing today is going to be tackling your viewer takeover questions. A lot of people left some great viewer takeover questions on the discord today already in the viewer takeover channel. And that's where we're going to be pulling a lot of these from. Uh, so if you feel like leaving one, you know, we're going to be hanging out here for the next hour, hour and a half and, and tackling your questions. So let's, uh, see what that's all about um before we really get going though uh Wes, it was funny uh, uh Tiffany by the way uh P- Peter the underground game guy on parole meow, with a two dollar tip says do you know who else likes Sunday's Wes?
0: <laughs> oh I do and yes she does but she she likes every day bro <laughs> every day's a party to for her we've
1: got um we got an article that that Tiffany uh had had sent me and um sorry this is Things are breaking over here as we speak. I don't know if you guys can hear all these uh, alerts and stuff, but you might be able to. Uh, let me see if I can bring this up here without anything breaking down. This is, a, this is a great article. I love. I love when it just feels. It kind of feels like clickbait when when certain websites. Are publishing articles that they know nothing about. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. The nine best PlayStation VR games of 2023. This is, uh, elect- is this electronics hub? What's the website? It's electronicshub.org. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. This is crazy. The nine, nine best PlayStation VR games of 2023. Wes, when, when you hear a title like this, wouldn't you assume? that these are the
0: best PlayStation VR games that came out this year? Yeah, you would think so. Um, When I first saw this title line, I was thinking, all right, we're going to see what this uh, author thinks about the PlayStation VR 2 launch. But that's not this. This is the nine best PSVR games, PSVR 1 games of 2023. And then when I think about that, has there even been nine launched this year brian i'm not sure that there has uh psvr1 games no no Uh, as of today there's
1: uh awesome asteroids came out today i think headcount came out this year um that's kind of all i can think of i think maybe survive did
0: survive come out this year i don't
1: i don't think so but i could be wrong about that i don't know uh so the they say, uh, ever since VR's come out, there's been a lot of VR game releases over the years with each one offering a mind blowing experience. The same goes for PlayStation as Sony has been supporting VR headsets in games since 2016 with PlayStation. Uh, so they kind of clarify here, you know, it's just it's just a weirdly named article as well. Uh, certainly uh, there's maybe nine best PlayStation VR games as of 2023 would have been interesting, would have been a way to go. But, uh, but let's, let's scroll through this a bit and see what they think the nine best, apparently, PlayStation VR 1 games of all time are. Uh, so we're going to start here uh, with Batman PlayStation VR. So not Batman Arkham
0: <laughs> VR,
1: <laughs> Batman PlayStation VR, uh, which is, I, I think we can agree, Wes, a wonderful uh, launch title, a wonderful experience, would not... Would not, especially in 2023, fall into my uh, even top 40?
0: No, (laughs) definitely not. You know, what it was, it was a great wow moment for early VR. Yeah, Stepping into that uh, that menu screen and kind of taking in Gotham City. Uh, I mean, the graphics of the game still hold up today. I mean, it's a beautiful game. Uh, The gameplay in 2023 just isn't quite there anymore. Uh, But it's still worth your time. I mean, there's some fun stuff in there. Uh, nine best. I mean, that would have been hard to say in 2018, let alone 2023.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, that's an interesting first one to put on there. Rick and Morty, PlayStation VR, uh, also known as Virtual reality Uh, we, we basically panned this game from the minute it released. It was super low on content. Uh, certainly sirens on my end. Certainly not the Rick and Morty game. I think most fans deserved, um, has never even come up for consideration on a top 10 top 25 top 50 list nothing
0: yeah and, and how how weird is it that um we've got so many great games from this studio but the one that you think that they would <laughs> knock it out of the park with is the one they kind of dropped the bag uh in so many great games from the
1: studio they in this is the one that uh electronics org chose <laughs>
0: Yeah. Right, right. Right. Uh yeah. we also
1: have Walking Dead, which uh if you click the link is Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh and so finally, something worthwhile of being on a top nine list. So I, I have to agree with you yeah. on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well one of the best, if not the best, uh VR game of all time. Great. Followed
1: up walking by the dead Walking Dead Onslaught
0: is. on PSVR. <laughs> You mean Onslaught PlayStation VR? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna. I'm scrolling way further down here. They, they actually, they actually give descriptions of some of these things, and and I guarantee, Wes, that some of these descriptions are probably hilarious. Um, sure. Yeah.
0: Onslaught. On, Onslaught's okay. Um, it's not great. Um, it's better than it was when it launched. They did update it a little bit. Um, I would call it a, a very average game. It's par for the course um middle of the road type game and um i could take it or leave it one of the
1: noticeable noticeable one of the notable aspects of the walking dead onslaught is its intense and visceral combat players can engage in up-close melee combat or use a variety of ranged weapons Uh, i don't know if that's notable Um, oh it actually has pros and cons the cons under the cons it lists best features than pros and cons. And under the cons, the only thing they have listed is only suitable for mature
0: audiences. That's the only con they could think of the onslaught. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're into running from the red fog. Maybe, maybe
1: I, I, I liked that more than I should have
0: Astrobot rescue mission,
1: or also known as Astro PlayStation VR. Um, who, who can deny this?
0: this? This is a top 10 game all day, every day. I like this. Best, Best VR platformer of all time by a fair margin.
1: Agreed. Procedural games in the chat says AI article. And it and it reeks of an AI, AI article, right? It feels like it just pulled a bunch of shit from a bunch of different websites. And uh, this yeah. is what we got. Uh, and I kind of love it, honestly.
0: And, and by the way, the, the AI is much better now. This is like GPT 2.5 <laughs> or something. We're on GPT 4.2 now. Um, so, yeah. Just, just want to say... Um, just want to say the best fe- one of the
1: best features for Astrobot is the game belongs to puzzle solver genre. <laughs> also, one of the one of the cons may not be appealing title for adults or teenagers.
0: <laughs> not not teenagers less. Uh, Pe- kids okay, who are well, 10 teenagers. We well, I mean that's good because they're not supposed to be playing VR anyway, unless they own a Meta Quest which Meta just Drop the age limit down to uh, to ten, but um, <laughs> they're expanding their audience in any way possible. I love it. All <laughs> right, they're including teenagers now, <laughs> uh, so we can we can eliminate um, AI. AI would not have misspelled teenagers. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I think teenagers might have misspelled teenagers. Um, I think this article might have been written by a teenager over overseas somewhere. Number six, Demon Slayer, which I can assure you. <laughs>
1: is not a PlayStation VR game. So <laughs> I'm very interested to see uh, what it what it thinks, like why it thinks this should be a, a PSVR game. Wait, wait, did you see this in the con column? I just noticed it. I just noticed it right when you did. Uh, I was going to read through the pros and cons, but in the cons it says
0: it doesn't have VR support, which makes it one of the worst PlayStation VR games. Yeah, this might be the worst PSVR game of 2023. So
1: now I'm really confused. How did it make a list of the best PlayStation VR games when they themselves are aware that it doesn't have PlayStation VR support? This is, this is my favorite article of all time, Wes. (laughs) I know. It just made my day so much better. Uh, Farpoint, which absolutely I can see on any top 10 list. That's fine by me. Um, The oh my god the cons look at the con the movement is teleportation based instead of free moment free movement like other games. Farpoint is one hundred percent full locomotion. Does does it have a teleportation option? Like I mean, if it does, I never played it.
0: Maybe it does. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember ever teleporting in that game. I mean, it might be in there, but I don't think it's defaulted on. If it is, like that's weird,
1: unbelievable. Uh, Ace Combat PlayStation VR. Uh, I can only imagine what the cons. The cons says it may not be an ideal choice for first person shooter fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a, It's also not an ideal choice for uh, for real time strategy fans. Just to keep that or puzzle in mind. puzzler fans puzzle, or, or horror game fans. Not not an ideal choice racing. for any yeah. 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 Number nine. Doom three, which they just list as Doom. That's not confusing. Um... I got this is my favorite thing now. Uh, the under the cons, gameplay and graphics are a bit dated compared to new AAA titles. Uh, which I mean, that's actually fine. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. Best feature: best ex- first person ex- shooter experience in VR. Single player experience. The game belongs in the action horror genre. This one seems spot on. And I think that's it. it I think it that's all nine titles.
0: <laughs> you know. You know what's funny, like. I, I pref- Obviously, I prefer Doom VFR, um, but they probably disqualified it because of the forced teleport <laughs> in it, which is apparently something they don't like.
1: Um, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, by the way, their con is a relatively expensive
0: title compared to other options. All right, There's a sale coming up, apparently. If it hasn't dropped yet already, 25% off both titles. So how about that?
1: All right, well, electronicshub.org. You are my new favorite website. Thank you so much for all of that. Uh, we've got a bunch of tips to read. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and and uh, and entertaining us while we entertained ourselves. Uh, Anton Jones with the five dollars tips has Meta's take on God of War VR's Asgard's Wrath. Sony takes on Sony take on God of War VR. Kratos, Call of the Mountain. True or false? Better not be true. Uh. What what do you think yeah what what do you think a God of War built from the ground up VR game would be like from Sony West? Do you think he has do you I think it'd be
0: awesome? I I think the I think that God of War is pretty close to the model uh, example of the type of experiences that we want from Sony GSVR2. In the next few years, I think it's a perfect title to bring into VR. I think it's that type of action adventure game that translates well. It's, this, it's the type of game that Sony's known for. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think it would, I, th- I think it's one of the, you know, as far as the modern Sony catalog goes, it's one of the top titles, uh, that would be kind of compatible, uh, with, with VR gameplay.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, <clears throat> I think the Blades of Chaos uh, or the chains of chaos, blades of chaos, blades of chaos would be amazing to wield in VR, right? Like to, to just, ah, man, I could just, I could feel myself throwing those and using eye tracking to poof, target in on the, on my target. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be really cool
0: for, for, for what it's worth it. This makes so much sense that I, this is one of the ones I expect that we will eventually get God of war VR. And you think it'll be something built from the
1: ground up. They'll They'll do the call of the mountain treatment
0: i think it makes sense i mean uh, the vr gameplay is so different than the kind of game plaid stuff that they've got going on with god of war yeah it would make sense to do a built from the ground up game i don't know that they will they may try to um they may try to capcom it and kind of build a game that's in between that you know plays okay as a flat game and plays okay as a vr game if that makes sense
1: i think so i think it would be um i i think you could certainly make a, if you made a flat screen God of War game, but you kept in mind the fact that it was going to be a hybrid game um, and when when it came to all your gameplay and design decisions, uh, I think they could absolutely do it. There'd probably just be a whole lot more climbing.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Uh, Looper, the underground GameCast says, wasn't God of War one of the earliest PSVR one demos? Yeah, it was actually the very first thing we ever saw running on a PlayStation VR one in 2014. I think 2015, whenever Shuhei uh, unveiled it at GDC, it was the very first thing we ever saw running, and it was fucking cool. We were like, oh, man, we're going to get God of War on PlayStation VR. And it's basically, yeah, they just shoved some God of War assets into VR, and they had a fun They had fun with it. No reason uh, we couldn't get one of those.
0: I wonder if that's what's going to become of the uh, so-called rumored Returnal demo that apparently a few people have played. I wonder if that was just kind of a tech demo thing or or if it's actually something that they're working on fingers crossed
1: Antonio Jackson with a $2 tip says, did you already respond on the PSVR 2 PC port? Uh, no, no. I think the, um, PC port is he, he's talking about, um, getting PSVR 2 working on PC. I think, I think
0: we've got somebody's that. working on that. There, there's a third party working on that. Um, and apparently they've had some pretty huge success, uh, in a short time period, like, They've already got um the uh the thing authenticating through a PC so it believes that it's connected to a PlayStation basically. Yeah. Uh, which is a pretty big stride considering we're so early on and typically these things take years to to iron out. So, yeah, I think it's going to happen. I don't I don't know if we'll get like, you know, official support for it. I think that that's a 50/50 chance. I think there's a good chance that one day they do officially support PC. Um, but I think we'll see it one way or the other, uh, before the end of the life cycle. Yeah, I
1: think, I think you're right. Uh, and I think it'll come from a mod first, um, I I'm, I'm going to kind of jump around here a little bit uh because we because we're on the topic uh swagking in our viewer takeover channel remember go to Discord leave your viewer takeover questions in the viewer takeover channel uh Swag King wrote, what do you think of the recent breakthroughs in PSVR2 on PC would you buy an adapter to make it work we might end up getting half-life alex regardless of whether valve ports it over there or not ports it over or not here's hoping uh what do you think man do you think do you think that um Would would, would PlayStation VR 2 be your preferred headset to use on PC uh, if it suddenly became compatible one way or another?
0: Today, uh, absolutely it would. Uh, It's my favorite headset that I've ever used. Um, So if I could use it on PC VR, as someone who already plays PC VR... I would pay a moderate amount of money to uh, to be able to use my, my PlayStation VR two, so long as everything worked the way it's supposed to and there isn't a bunch of jank associated with modding it or or whatever. Um but to be clear, when I when I talk about I think Sony might officially support PC use, I don't necessarily mean that they're gonna make it uh an official Steam VR headset. I think that the pot there's a possibility that Sony Kind of makes it work with their games on PC. Okay. So they they bring their their VR games to PC the same way that they're bringing their flat games to PC, and then maybe that that that'll work in, in those cases. Now, I mean, it's possible they could work something out with Epic Games or Steam or something to make it work in a larger context. Um, but I think it's I think Sony's building towards something, and I I think that it's very possible. That in the next few years, we're going to see a PlayStation client on PC, not just for VR, but in general, like the same, the same type of thing that you see with Electronic Arts or Rockstar games or Ubisoft. I think PlayStation will have the same thing going on. And I think that uh, they could work some VR functionality into that as well.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree. I think that that's the future for PlayStation. I think that, you know, they're obviously expanding their mobile division. Uh, and now, and you know, they, they basically bought a team that is committed to porting their games over to PC Uh, and so they're definitely branching out uh, in a much different way than Xbox is Uh, they want to make sure that they're selling you games on all of these different platforms and not just allowing you to play them everywhere and I think a PlayStation storefront on PC is absolutely the next logical step I think they're just kind of playing nice with Epic and uh, Steam until they're totally ready to to do it because I because I think once they do it no one's going to play nice anymore so we'll see what happens Um, Twitcher, the single player game cat with the two quid says, I like custard. I like flan. Is that wrong? I mean, flan's a type of custard, right?
0: Flan is disgusting. When I, when I hear custard, I think about, um, like a frozen custard, like, uh, like it's almost like soft serve ice cream, like a frozen yogurt. That's what I like. I like that flan is nasty crap. What about, how do you feel about creme brulee's? I don't know if I've ever had one, to be honest. I don't think so.
1: Bro, just cracking. I feel like I'm quoting Amelie right now. But just cracking. If anybody even fucking reference, gets that reference, just whatever. Like, where am I right now? Um, but, like, cracking the, the top of a creme brulee is, like, I don't know. It's something very satisfying about just taking your spoon and going, thunk, and then it cracks. And then you kind of, like, eat the uh, eat the blowtorch sugar uh, along with the custard.
0: Yeah. It's really good. not I'm not cultured enough, Brian. I've never done this, so
1: I only know because of the restaurants I work in. I, all the restaurants right. I've ever worked in have have been my only <laughs> right. culture.
0: That's it. That, that makes sense. I, I spent a, a good deal of time uh, working at a Mexican restaurant, and that's the reason why I know that flan sucks. <laughs> <For blonde. laughs> oh man, uh, it's yeah. We had we had some of the best flan,
1: uh where I worked. So that's, I guess, the answer there um loopy underground game cat in reference to the article we just read through uh with the two euro says do they have star wars playstation vr there <laughs> which narrows it down <laughs> to i'm not sure what game
0: <laughs> well I thought, I thought it was funny that they had the walking dead playstation vr and then right after it onslaught playstation vr right so you were wondering which one the first one was but then it was obvious when you saw the next one. Yeah the the fact that the, the fact
1: that they front loaded that entire article with nothing but like Amazon affiliate links, that's where the money's coming from, that one hundred percent. And that's the only reason that article exists because of affiliate links. Um, now let's Ryan for the sure. game. feeling with the five dollars says, man, I love hubris. And Brian, since you asked earlier, the only time I see reprojection is when I'm looking for it. Easy to see, even easier to ignore. Yep. <sighs> I got to tell you, you know, like I, last week I, I got, I got on here and started talking about my Hans VR lenses, uh, which are still on my PSVR 2 I have not gotten any other ones in the mail. So these are the only ones I've tried dude, night and day. Reprojection isn't as much of an issue. A ghosting isn't as much of an issue. Everything looks crystal clear and sharp. Like, I mean, like I said last week, I've always loved my PSVR two headset since day one. Well, until it broke, and I had to send it back, and I still haven't gotten a new one. Uh, I still haven't gotten my replacement. I bought a new one that night. Um,
0: it's been still six, haven't gotten an update
1: six on the website. Weeks with no update. I called them, and they were like, "Oh no, they got it, and they're fixing it. It'll be back. It'll be back to you in mid July." And I was like, "You're just gonna like hold on to somebody's headset for two months, Sony?" I'm like, "That's ridiculous, ridiculous." Um. But yeah, man, like I, I, as much as I love my PSVR 2 at launch, I love it even more with these Hans VR lenses. If you have even a slight prescription, uh, highly recommended. I think they were on sale for 50 bucks recently here in the States. So not a bad deal if you want to cool. enjoy your headset even more. Uh, also, awesome. also, I, you know, I, I loved hubris, loved hubris. I feel like if I was to re review it, my score would come down every so slightly. 9.0, 9. I think is, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go back on that, but, um, I think, I think it's it is because, kind of, it, go ahead.
0: it is kind of rare air up there, right? When you start to get to nines and tens, you're talking about some of the best games ever. Well,
1: right? and I, I think more of it has to do, uh, with all of the complaints I've heard because every I had, I had only one section of climbing problems in Hubris only one section uh where it's like one specific area like things weren't registering properly and I was like what's this about And I even sent you the clip to send to the developers and say you know like what's this up what's up with this because everything else is working perfectly and then everybody I've talked to since then since the reviews come out has been like oh man the climbing needs a lot of work I was like
0: what no it doesn't there's one issue with the climbing and that is um you have to have your hands at a certain angle and it has to be at that angle no matter where your body positioning is. So if you're climbing something directly in front of you, you have your hands like this, everything works perfectly. The problem is, is when you're above or below, your hands still have to be at that same angle. But after you figure that out, and I guess maybe a lot of people haven't figured this out, after you figure that out, then the, the, the climbing works perfectly you just have to make sure your hands are at the right angle and they grab 100 of the time uh but the developers are aware of this uh i made sure <laughs> that they were aware of it time and time again uh so hopefully we'll be seeing um an update to address that I, I can tell you a lot of the other little nitpicky things that people have pointed out about the game are being addressed nice, uh, in an uh, upcoming update and um yeah i think it's great as it is but it's going to even get uh even better so
1: it's interesting. You're not, you're not the first person I've heard say about the you know the palms being up uh, or out because I just did what felt natural for the entire time. Uh, at the beginning, I was talking to you know Dan from Electric Hat, and he, and he just finished Hubris, and he was talking about those rock platforms at the very beginning uh, that you have to shoot to make them rise up out of the water. And on PC VR, I think you and I both had the same problem with like I struggled to jump from one to the other to the other and grab ledges and pull myself up on them. Uh, and, and meanwhile, here I am on PSVR two, feeling like I'm playing a game of leapfrog where I'm just grabbing it and, thr- and thrusting myself up, grabbing and thrust and just being like, Oh man, they nailed the climbing on PSVR two, And then I hear from everybody else. No, they didn't. I'm like, what? And that's why, that's what, I don't know. That that's why, uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully they can address all of these little issues and, uh, and and then and then the game will raise back up to the score that I gave it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Nice. But by the way, it is, you know, from what I can tell, uh it's largely well received. There are a few naysayers, but for the most part people are digging the game and um, you know, I don't know what kind of official info out there is out there right now, but apparently it's doing pretty well. Like people are people are buying it, which is
1: good. Nick Mulo in the chat says, "Is Dan really from Electric Hat these days?" not yeah i mean where you're from is where you're from you can't change that yeah that's true i mean some people might not be
0: there right now but he's from there still that's right
1: uh dan is working on behemoth over at uh skydance Uh, if you're wondering where to the top is on psvr2 or where super kid is he's working on behemoth instead and i I will take that trade Uh, although once behemoth is done I want to the top. Macho Vasquez with the $10 tip says, Hey guys, I can tip today. Thanks, Macho. We appreciate you. Uh, I've been waiting too long for another stream. Oh, I'm sorry about Monday, my friend. Uh, I'm so hyped for two games that I'm so, I'm so hyped for two games that are copies of two other great non-VR games. Brimlord, which is a Souls Lake and Ghost of Tabor, which is a Tarkov ripoff. I say ripoff in the nicest possible way because we, we want ripoffs, even if it's Inspired.
0: Um, have you played Grimlord, Wes? Um, I tried to play Grimlord before it re- before it launched on my HP Reverb G2, mm-hmm. and the controller binding uh, didn't completely work. Like I could I could move around and do some basic things, but some of the finer functions of the game I wasn't able to do. So I put it down and didn't, haven't been back since. I, it was late. I didn't want to grab my other headset. And uh, I just said, you know what, we'll come back to it. Uh, With that said, um, Grimlord is on the maybe list for our show this Friday. So Friday we're going to cover Synapse. uh, We're going to cover Deadhook VR. And if we do a third title, and it's largely up to whether or not my co-hosts have time to play it or not, uh, we're going to do Grimlord. And I might even do it live. Typically, if if we have a game we want to cover and they don't have time for it, I'll just play it live on the show. Uh, so I, I'd say that, you know, 60-40 chance, uh, that we cover Grimlord this week, but I do have access to it. And I can say, well, the only thing I can really say firsthand is that it looks really good visually. Um, but I've noticed that uh, everyone seems to be going nuts over it and saying that it's really, really good. So, uh, I will be playing it, uh, maybe even tonight. Nice. Yeah. The,
1: um, <clears throat> I was talking to Austin Tatum. Uh, I don't know if he's here or not in the chat, but he was saying it's really good. He's saying it's not great, but really good. I think he seems really happy with it. Um, so I'm I'm very curious to see how that all turns out. Uh, and I think the last tip we have before we move on to some of these viewer takeover questions. Let me make sure that that's actually accurate. And no, I was I was absolutely wrong. Uh, we've got a couple more questions before we move on to the actual viewer takeover questions. Get in my belly, Gamecat Wilkins, uh, with the membership super chat. Love this. Uh, it says, any thought on early release of Behemoth? I don't I don't know what that means. Uh, but it's already June 28th, 2023. And the, all we've seen is a cinematic trailer of Behemoth. Uh, and that, and it ended by saying late coming late 2023, we are dangerously close to late 2023. So I don't know when that game could come out, uh, to actually make it an early release.
0: Yeah, I think it would have to come very soon to call it an early release. And I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think this is going to be a holiday game. This is going to be a headset seller at the end of the year. And, um, I mean, they, they launched, they launched, uh, saints and sinners two in December last year. Now I'm hoping that they don't wait quite that late. You know, I'd like to see it maybe in November. That's typically a good uh, time to release a game with new headsets coming out and holiday sales and the whole deal. Uh, so I would expect to start to see a little bit of promotion. Um, maybe late, late August, September, we should start to see them kind of show us some gameplay and build hype a little bit. Start yeah. I would think, I mean, just gameplay, man. Like that's, I, I almost don't care when
1: the game comes out at this point. Uh, I just I just want to see what it looks like. Right, take as much time okay, as you need sure. to get that game. Awesome, because it looks like there's some Monster Hunter stuff going on here. It looks like there's some Shadow of the Colossus stuff going on here. This is the kind of stuff we've been kind of begging for uh, in VR for years. Uh, you know, basically yep. these adaptations uh, of uh, of flat screen games that we love. Like we like how many times how many times a day Wes does somebody say they start talking about a game and they go, Oh, that'd be great in VR. Like it's, it's, it's like 17 times every time. single day. Yeah. And so, you know, if we, if we can finally get something like behemoth that, that delivers on something like that, I think it'd be cool. Agreed. Uh, getting my belly game cat Wilkins with a $3 tip, uh, follows it up with a little emoji, a sheep, a dog happily massaging his cheeks with his mouth wide open. I love how they have these really descriptive descriptions of the, uh, of the emotes. Um, virtual authority, Australia with the Australian $5 tip says seeing a lot of broken USB-C connections lately, I got a $30 pulley system to avoid this interested in knowing if many game cats use a pulley system. Uh, I'll go first. No, I, I used one for PSVR one for a while. Uh, ever since my PSVR two broke, it's just been like, oh, I just got to like, kind of, you know, I just, can't. it's just been sort of like the wires been like running across the floor. And I'm only a few feet away from my PlayStation 5. So it's it really doesn't need to be on a pulley system for me personally and the wire's not getting in the way. Um so I may set that back up at some point, but I'm not I'm not there right now. What about you Wes?
0: Yeah, I've never used one. Uh it just seems like something that would be a, a bit more friction and hassle for me than uh, um I'm prepared to uh to to do. Eric uses one. He uses it religiously and talks about how great it is all the time. So there are people out there that are using them. Uh, just not me. I play seated 90% of the time anyway. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense for me to have a, uh, a pulley system in here.
1: Right. I, have been, I, I love experimenting, uh, when reviewing games, seeing like what games work well standing, what games work well seated. And I, I, I don't know if I'm just getting old, man, but like, yeah, the first hour of me getting in there, like, because, you know, these things, these things last about eh, four and a half hours or so, right? Um, on a single charge. And so the first hour of that four and a half hours is, uh, is me standing and being very active. And then the last three and a half hours tend to be me just sitting down (laughs) seeing, can I get away with playing this setting? And, uh, yeah, but it's good. It's good. Dude,
0: I was playing survive last night on PSVR two. Yeah, I know. I was so jealous. Like, I so wanted to play when you went in. <laughs> that's, was, that's uh, was, not something
1: yeah. I expected anybody to say when I said I was playing Survive last night, because no one I was playing with was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to play. I, I still want to play. Well, I mean, I'm going to review the game. Like, I, I really want uh, Survive to be one of my next reviews after, uh, after Synapse, because, because that seems to be the one that most people are requesting. Uh, everybody's dying for a good zombie game. Spoilers. Survive is not a good zombie game. <laughs> like it is, it is a oh. janky zombie game. Uh, so I was playing with MRI and Awesome Tatum, right? So we only had a team of three. Uh, and, and, so for the love of God, if anybody's around tonight, like let's get a, Let's get at least four players tonight and, and let's, let's get a couple hours into this thing. Um, once you get used to the jank and there is so much jank with friends, there's something to survive. Like, I kind of like what's happening. But, man, if you try to play that alone or even with just one other person, I I just can't, dude. I just can't. It's not – there's something not right about it.
0: Is it easy to get in the lobby? That's all I really want to know because I know what the game is. I've played it before. But it's always been trouble to be able to connect with friends and get a private game going.
1: Uh, When you know how to do it. Uh, and, and what I mean is like, you obviously knew what you were doing, but last night uh, I was waiting for people to join me. And then I realized I didn't explain to them how to do it because you you walk into the menu screen and the menu screen has like zombies hanging down. It's got this wall of uh, a menu, menu options. The three zombies have signs on them that like, oh, you know, story mode, survival or trials or something. Right. So it's giving you all these options and there's nothing for multiplayer anywhere. Right? So, every, you think everything you need is right in front of you, but you have a tablet where if you reach behind your back and pull the trigger, you pull a tablet out that has your map and multiplayer options and shit like that on. So, I was waiting around for like 15 minutes, not realizing I didn't tell these guys how to fucking join my game. Uh, and so once, <laughs> once we did that, they seemed to be able to join no problem. Um, Good. and so I think they've worked out all the multiplayer kinks in terms of getting into a game. Uh, So that's great. Yeah.
0: Because before it was like, I I knew how to do it. Um, But like my friends couldn't see me online and I couldn't see them. And I would do a private room and I'd send them the code and they couldn't get in. But then I had rando strangers guess my code and come in and join my private game. It was a pretty much a nightmare in terms of networking.
1: Yeah. I was, when I was trying to play the PSVR1 version, I ran into a ton of problems. No one could see each other's games. Uh, even when you could, you couldn't join. Yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. Uh, get my belly game, Cat Wilkins, with the $20 tip. I know who's paying for pizza tonight. Thank you, my friend. Uh, it says he was just hoping to play Behemoth soon. Um, yeah. I just, again, well, I, wanna, I need play. it to be good. It doesn't
0: have to be soon. It <laughs> just needs to be
1: right. Uh, one of the questions, uh, I want to talk about during today's show, uh, one of the viewer takeover questions. I'm sort of paraphrasing, uh, Prentice Summerscale's question, uh, cause he left it in the comments section over on YouTube. He says, C Smash VRS is having a troublingly low player base at launch. And Wes, I want to, I want to talk to you about that and figure out whose fault that is. Um, is this a uniquely VR thing? Is this a uniquely PlayStation VR thing? Uh, whose fault is it that multiplayer games are launching and no one's playing them
0: well i would speculate that it's a combination of things um and i say speculate because i haven't played it <laughs> like i haven't played it It doesn't really look like my type of game oh, so it's your and fault that's, it's your fault that no one's playing it it's completely my fault yeah <laughs> yeah it's my fault totally um uh, but no i mean the, First of all, um, competitive multiplayer just isn't everyone's bag. Like, not not everyone likes to play these types of games, and that's not even considering the athletic aspect of it. Yeah, a lot of players like me like to just sit and play single player adventure games all the time. Um, so th- there's that aspect of it. Um, also, it's not very sexy to look at. I mean, it's when you look at gameplay footage or even like the the QR, it's just it's all pretty bland and generic looking. So it isn't something that particularly gets people all excited, uh, to, to check it out. Just you know, a lot of games, um, they're just so pretty and cool looking that even if it's not your genre, you'll get in and check it out just so you can see what it looks like in the headset. Spark. This isn't that type of game. Spark was a good example yeah. of that. It
1: just looked cool. You're like, Oh, what are you doing? Like I I wanna I wanna see this. Yeah, this I I agree. If you're not if you're not a fan of the old Dreamcast aesthetic, then I can totally see that. Uh, I I, myself it took me a while to kind of acclimate to it like even playing the demo I was like I'm not sure if I really like the way this looks but playing through the full game I kind of got used to it and sort of became enamored with it yeah
0: so I mean this could be a great game um but I mean it's already a niche within a niche within a niche and then you know it's highly risky to launch a multiplayer only game which there might be a single player mode in there I don't really want to call it that, but it's C-Smash. a game that's designed to be yeah. played with people. Yeah. yeah. Not, there's not enough um, single player,
1: but it's there. It's definitely it, it feels like it has a multiplayer focus.
0: But any kind of multiplayer game that that's focused on multiplayer, um, it's risky to launch because having a successful launch is, it's imperative that people are in the lobbies. Yeah. Like People will put this game down, even the ones that are interested in it, will put it down if there aren't people to play with. And a lot of that goes back to some of the things i already mentioned and another thing is pricing like if if you're if you're the success of your game wholly depends on getting people in there to play it it has to be priced very very uh competitively like you you need to make people not you need to price it so that people aren't thinking about whether or not they should buy it like they should look at it and say oh is that all it costs let me in there And and you know if you're on quest or pc uh, you know these types of games often are, are ten bucks or even free to play. So having a game that's thirty dollars uh, that isn't all that sexy to begin with uh, and has a limited audience to start, like it's kind of a recipe for disaster. Uh, hopefully, the game is good enough on its on its own merits that word of mouth will allow it to kind of slowly glow and grow and build up over time. Uh, but that isn't something that happens often. Uh, with these multiplayer games. Yeah.
1: I feel like the, the game was relatively lacking at launch and, and they're, you know, they're already making strides to, uh, add, co- add content to it, get the co-op mode in. Um, and co-op is really the thing I was looking forward to the most in this. I, I do think that price is probably the biggest obstacle. Uh, if, if you would, you know, people, if they put this out for $10, and I know that's a ridiculously low price, you know, people put years of work into games and they say, well, you just want us to give it away. Well, I mean, I hate to say it, but, I mean, fr- free to play with microtransactions, you know, you find a way to monetize the thing. It's like, is that the way I, I, I hate to even bring it up because, because microtransactions and free to play have such negative connotations, but like, if this isn't working, then we have to figure out what will, uh, especially with VR being you know, a much smaller niche community. Uh, if, you know, if, if all the game cats aren't playing C smash, well then who is, Right. Like, what, what, right. what's the community out there that is playing it? And it seems like, well, Gamecats aren't playing it. And most people else, and most of the other people out there, uh, in, in the Twitter verse, in the Reddit verse aren't really playing it. Then who, then who is? So, um, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see where this goes. But I do want to say while we're on the topic, Wes. I've gotten a couple comments lately calling, from people calling me a shill. And and I always, that's always a very nice way to shake my hand and say, Hey, Brian, I I have, I have a thought for you. You fucking shill. Because then I'm really going (laughs) to listen. Right. Um, but, but people call me a shill for not addressing things like uh, the lack of player base in Nock or the lack of player base in C Smash in my reviews. Just want to let everybody know, man, I play these games before launch. So like I have to find people, other reviewers, other people on the Without Parole crew uh to play to play these
0: games with. There's no one playing before launch for the most part. Unless it's cross Right, And you're and you're judging the game, you're not judging the community. Like the community right. is going to be what it's going to be. You're trying to tell people whether or not they should try the game and maybe become part of that community. Right. Which you know, it I, I would understand if people wanted to criticize you post-mortem. Like, if you're talking about a game after it launched, a year after it launched, right. and it has an issue with people not being in there, and you don't mention that, That that's a valid criticism. But in a game review, you're reviewing the game. So uh, it's kind of ridiculous that someone well suggest that. My biggest problem is they want me to be
1: psychic. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in a week, or two weeks, or three weeks, or a month, right? I, I, I wish I had that power. And then I could tell you, make sure you buy this, guys, because you want it, you're going to want to be really good blah, 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 or don't buy this because no one's going to be playing it. Like, I wish I had that power because obviously I want to give you guys as much information as possible in a review, but yeah, you know, I'm not, not bringing it up to, to protect the developers or protect the publishers or, or, or whatever, or, or convince you to buy the game. I don't give a fuck if you buy the game. So many people <laughs> think that like right. so, somehow the games success influence me in the slightest and they don't, I don't care if no one buys C smash, right? It doesn't affect me in the slightest. Uh, so I just, I just find it funny that people like to lash out, not at the developers for maybe, for maybe you know pricing it too high. They want to lash out at the reviewer that gave it a six point four and is still considered a shill. This is the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard, Wes. And I just wanted to air those grievances live on the air. <laughs>
0: How dare you give this game a D minus when it deserves an F, you fucking shill. <laughs>
1: right? Right. I mean, I can only imagine that my score is way lower than most people's. And so, and I'm the shill. I have no idea. It's craziness, but no, you're, you're like
0: the one person that reviewed it. So more like it, shill.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even consider because a lot, I know a lot of people haven't touched it yet, haven't had a chance to get around to it coming off the back of like hubris and a few other titles. So that's a, that's an excellent point. Cause I dude, I I had Synapse sitting on my hard drive the entire time I had C Smash sitting on my hard drive, I, I they only sent out uh, C Smash keys a couple days before, uh before launch, and we had Synapse for days before that. So like, so yeah, so I get I bet most reviewers are, are fucking busy playing Synapse <laughs> instead of this. So okay, I guess I, that might be that might be the reason. Uh, your man's and dem your your man's and dem oh your, your man's and dem. <laughs> And it's um, a $20 tip. Thank you very much, by the way. It says, Qu- question, do you think any of the Grand Theft Auto ripoffs available on mobile will ever come to VR? Seems like a short game and easily adaptable for porting. The ripoffs could help the real Grand Theft Auto work work out the jank. Um, I don't play mobile games. And so I'm actually not familiar with any of the Grand Theft Auto ripoffs that uh, Yaman's and Dem is uh, discussing. Are you familiar with any of these? Yeah, I
0: don't know. No, I know that, that there is a, a, a GTA ripoff on Steam VR that is just unfinished and terrible. <laughs> um but I'm not yeah, I don't mobile game at all. At all. So I have no clue about this. Well, this may uh be a
1: good segue, because if since we don't since we don't really know the answer to your question, you man's and them, um I, I will say I would love if it happened. Right? Absolutely love. I, I want I want all games to come to VR. And if, you know, these are smaller teams and looking to find ways to, to sell more copies of their game and they say, Hey, it already works on mobile. So, I mean, you know, how much, how difficult could it get, get, make it to run on PS5 and four or two? Probably not terribly. Um, and, uh, I, I would love to see. A Grand Theft Auto ripoff to actually pave the way for a Grand Theft Auto game in case, you know, I, I, the same way I would love to see a Fortnite style game, like a massive battle royale game with, with, with over the top locomotion. I want to see that come to PlayStation VR too as well. Just so we can kind of point to, um, to Epic games and all the people over there who don't think it would work, like the CEO himself, right? Uh, and say, well, look, these guys beat you to the punch. And they showed you how it's done. Now bring your game over. So I would absolutely love that. Yes. I agree. Yep. Uh, And speaking of which, um, now I'm not super familiar with the rumors that have been posting uh, recently, but uh, Rob harve 11, I believe, is the person who posted this question in our viewer takeover channel. said, with the recent Rockstar voice actor resume leak, what game do you think it's referring to? Is the dream of Grand Theft Auto 5 on PSVR 2 still
0: alive? Wes, are you familiar with this uh, resume leak? No, but I'm about to be familiar with it. This is interesting.
1: Resume leak. Just typed it into Google. I want to make sure we get our ducks in a row. Um, okay, so Games Radar suppose- two days ago, posted an article that said... Um, Rockstar might have been have an unannounced VR game in the works, according to an entry on a voice actor's resume, as first dug up by Reset Reset Error users. uh, Actor Michael Ursu has quite the intriguing detail on his resume. Uh, Hold on, I gotta knock this down here, so this will work again. Um, uh, Oh, and Ursu apparently acted on two more undisclosed video games, a new Borderlands game and a new game from Genshin Impact developer MiHoYo. If Ursu wasn't already in line for a rap on the knuckles from Rockstar for this detail, he's probably in line from a stern word from MiHo and Gearbox. Uh, It's the Rockstar listing that's obviously the most intriguing of Ursu's projects here. Uh, From this little detail, we know that Rockstar is working on something that isn't explicitly Grand Theft Auto VI, which has been in the works for a number of years now, and it was originally announced in February 2022. Uh, the VR game wouldn't be the first time Rockstar has delved into VR. Obviously, they've done the LA Noir VR off, blah, 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 blah. Just earlier this May, Rockstar's, own, Rockstar's owned hinted at a potential 2024 launch for Grand Theft Auto 6. It's strange to think, wait, did this not actually include the fucking, here, let me click on the resume link.
0: I'm looking at it's not on there anymore. Oh, so there's nothing on here. So
1: he did get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let's assume that in no way could this be, um, you know, just an outdated resume, uh, and that, and that this isn't San Andreas on quest three or something. Let's assume that what, what do you think this would be Wes? What's the most likely thing that this would be?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, if it's not Grand Theft Auto, I don't, I, I don't really follow their, um, their logic as to why this couldn't be that. Um, I don't know. I, I guess maybe they think it could be a VR game because he has some experience doing uh, voice and VR before. The, this person apparently worked on, uh, Wanderer. So, I mean, maybe that's where they're getting that from. But, uh, I don't know, man. Obviously it could be anything. We do know that Rockstar, uh, is working on a VR game. So if it's not GTA, that's really the only other thing that we know of confirmed that they're working on. Um, we don't know what that game is. I mean, that could be the, uh, the GTA, um, San Andreas VR game that's coming out, or it could be another VR game. I don't know. It's all speculation at this point. Um, there's really, I don't, I don't see much here to kind of discern what this could even be.
1: Yeah. I just think, that, I mean, obviously the dream, right. If, if rockstar and Sony have been working closely, uh, the game that Sony would want on PSVR two would be grand theft auto five. I think so at least, right. They yeah, want grand theft auto sure. five. They want grand theft online, uh, because they, they want this persistent world, uh, and they want, and they want a game that people, we know sells period, right. Minecraft probably sold a, PS, a couple of PSVR2 headsets. Skyrim probably sold a couple of PSVR2 headsets. Um, I don't think there's a bigger name than like Grand Theft Auto and probably Call of Duty that would sell PSVR2 headsets. Uh, and so that's why I've been kind of going to bat for Grand Theft Auto Five um, for a couple of years now. Saying if Sony really wants this thing to sell, then they will make whatever deal they need to with Rockstar in order to get this thing over on their headset. So, uh, I guess we'll see if that's the case or not. I think like Red Dead makes more sense, honestly, because there's less there's less skydiving (laughs) and there's less uh, you know crazy over the top shit. Um, But but fuck fuck it, man, I'd much rather do the crazy over the top shit than ride a horse around.
0: GTA Five Online would be the end-all be-all. If you could play that in first-person VR, yep. no one will ever play anything else, period. This is going to be something that people want to live in because that's typically what people do who play it. They they live in there, and they go to work in there, and they rob people, and they become <laughs> prostitutes or drug dealers. It, it's literally, it's Westworld is what it is. It's people going in and doing things inside virtual reality um, that we can't do in real life and no consequences, right? It's being able to, to, to live in God mode with no consequences. And, uh, I think that that's very appealing, um, to a lot of people, especially young people today. And, um, I think uh, that was why we call it the singularity. When this game comes, everything's going to change after that. I believe. Did, did you, did you call it Westworld? Maybe. I mean, it is, it, it should it be is Westworld. Day, right. <laughs> that's true man. oh man
1: um, so let's hope let's let's hope that the dream's not dead uh, a couple more tips though before we get on to the rest of your takeover questions Macho Vasquez with the $20 tip says I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the with good old not good old, it's Ghost of Tabor good old Tabor leading up to the, <laughs> the VRT release but the updates have been getting good feedback it looks amazing and is playing a lot more like Tarkov in VR I could lose days in that game yeah, I mean I'm super fucking excited. I haven't been keeping up with Ghost of Tabor at all, um because I can barely keep up with the stuff that's like, you know, coming out next week and the week after. Uh so I'm I'm kind of just taking each day as it comes. But that's really, really good to hear because the only thing I didn't like about Tarkov was how janky and ugly it looked on Quest. Um so if it's if it's pretty and it plays nice and smooth, I'm gonna be happy boy.
0: Yeah. It's great right now, uh and it's only going to get better. They're they're there are plans to add so much more into that game. Not only like features and, and things like that, uh, but um maps, new maps coming. Like they're putting a ton into Tabor. And by the time it hits PSVR 2, which it could be a little while, but by the time it gets to uh, the PlayStation network, uh, it's going to be unbelievable.
1: We got Phil Marshall in the chat with the five quid. Uh,
0: it says avatar frontiers
1: of Pandora possible VR surprise. And could we ever see Lone echo one or two? Thanks for the great content. Thanks for the great tip, Bill. Uh, I'm not going to lie, right? Because I'm really bad at it. And if I lied, you'd probably all fucking know because I sound terrible when I lie. Um, I was initially very like, Oh my God, an avatar game. Like, of course we're getting an avatar game, right? They put billions of dollars into the movie. Let's put billions of dollars into a game. Um, but, the, but I gotta say, the longer that that trailer went on uh, on Ubisoft Forward or whatever their showcase was called, the longer the trailer went on, or the longer the video went on, explaining how everything works, the more interested I got. Right? I don't care at all about Avatar. I think that I think those movies are boring, <laughs> like hours long, where nothing happens, and especially nothing important happens. Like they're they're pretty, and that's about all I can say about them. They're horribly written and horribly edited. They're just pretty expensive. Summer blockbuster type things, um, but man, I feel like the game delivers something that the that the movies don't, and that's like substance. <laughs> so I, I I would actually be really into Avatar being a VR game because I I feel like it would take that pretty world and make me want to hang out there, which the movies never did.
0: Yeah, I'm all for any 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 VR game that has money behind it, something that has high production values and a certain level of polish uh not that i don't love indie games uh but we're starving right now for stuff with budget and team behind it uh if we got an avatar game i got to imagine it would be a pretty big production and i'm like you i don't care about the movies at all but um i would be pretty excited about an avatar game just because of uh it should be it should have a reach a certain baseline of quality so to speak and there's
1: co-op i think they said two-player co-op which was like a little disappointing it was like man this feels like this feels like it should be an mmo right the the way that they kind of set it up but all good all good um speaking of triple a games speaking of triple a games i know we have a question about triple a games uh here in our list of games here it is it's from Station vr the x meta GameCat um says do you think triple a hybrid games are still coming i think this might be an easy yes. one to answer us yeah yes yeah.
0: yes we answer this one a lot and <laughs> yes i do uh, now i don't know when we're gonna when the floodgates are gonna break on this and where we get a ton of them uh but i think a, a trickle will become more of a pour over the course of the next couple of years um, but they're absolutely coming i'm i have no doubt
1: yeah, uh, I, I think too many of us, myself included, I'm not, I'm not, take, I'm not removing responsibility <laughs> for this. Um, too many of us thought that hey, PlayStation VR two is going to change everything from day one, from the word go. You know, the second this thing launches, before it even launches, we're going to see a showcase with this game and that game, triple A, this Dead Space, obviously, you know, and just every triple A game that get announced, we're like, oh, this obviously is coming to VR, and that just didn't happen, right? And so I do think that, like every other console on the face of the planet, it's going to take a couple of years for things to get moving in the way that we want them to. Uh, and so, just because it didn't happen in the first four months, doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, so,
0: and it did happen. I mean, GT Seven's kind of a hybrid game. G- uh, 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 um, Village, Resident Waits, yeah, Village is kind of a hybrid game. So it is happening. It's just we, we didn't get a dozen games this year like we thought we were going to get. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, I will say, dude, VR's never been in a better place. And I, I, I probably said this a thousand times, but like, I, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, you know, for all the people out there who think, you know, oh, PlayStation VR 2 still so doesn't have any games or, or whatever, here, here's, here's my thought process. You've never lived through the PlayStation VR 1 life cycle. If you think PlayStation VR 2 has no games, we're getting games every single week and we're getting good games every single week. And over the course of the next, uh, how many more weeks are left in this year? 25, something like that, 30? There are more games coming out over the course of the rest of this year than there are weeks left in the year. And they're coming from quality studios. There are things like Journey to Foundation. they are things like Synapse. These are games that like, I'm all of them I'm interested in playing. This was not the case 5 years ago. So if you think VR is dead or PlayStation VR2 isn't going to survive, we are in a much better place with a much better headset and much better controllers. We are we are not trailing behind PC VR from the get-go. We are matching or exceeding PC VR from the get-go. And what, what an amazing place to be right now. So, I'm super excited for the rest of this year and beyond. Even if we don't get anything else AAA or or hybrid for the rest of this year, and, and and I do think that we're going to get Resident Evil Four before the holidays. Honestly,
0: I hope you're right. But but you're right. The the Indies are are going to be killing it this year with Behemoth and Hell Sweeper and Journey to Foundation and God knows what else. Um, the the we're we're set. Like as reviewers, I still have a backlog, a a mile long of great games that I just don't have time to play. We need less games, Brian, not more. (laughs) I mean, yeah, from my perspective,
1: (laughs) from my perspective, uh, I could certainly use less games. uh, But I will take this problem over the problem we had during the PSVR one generation Mm -hmm. any day of the week. Um, Macho Vasquez with the $5 tip says uh, quarter three, 2023 confirmed West for Ghosts of Tabor. Loads of guns in patches and updates have been added, leading you Onto the release hype and uh and, and just FYI I think I saw Albert in the chat with the uh, member four member for four months uh, membership
0: Ghost to Tabor hype from Albert himself um hype indeed um I will say this hear me when I say this I hear you us quarter three 2023 targeted targeted for quarter three 2023 nothing's confirmed until you get a date okay um, we're hopeful that we see it late this year, uh, but nothing's confirmed. That's just when the devs casually said that they're targeting the PSVR 2 release.
1: I like it. I like it. Uh, with or without it, it's going to be a great year. Fingers crossed. Um, hold on, I want to make sure that we don't, uh, there's th- it's, I just want to thank you guys very much first and foremost, because you guys are tipping and you're, you're paying for pizza tonight and I'm fucking love you for it. Um, and, uh, I'm just trying to keep up with all the questions here. So pardon my slowness. Um, on topic, Mark Smith says I'm with Elvert. Let's go ghost of Tabor. I'm ready for it. Right. <laughs> Meow. Very nice. Uh, Get in my belly game cat Wilkins with the $20 tip says just a little more dough for the pizza. Thank you. I think I'll use it on extra toppings instead of extra dough though, because who needs more dough? Yeah, sorry. That was a horrible joke. Please don't unsubscribe. Slap in the bass. Slap, slap in the, slap in the bass or slap in dab ass. (laughs) Sorry. Why is my, why was my instinct not slapping the bass? It's slapping the ass. I, uh, I don't know man. I think you and Miles should do Wednesday shows from now on Wes.
0: <laughs> we could try it. We could try it and see if it goes any better. Nobody wants me here. Uh with
1: the $5 tips slapping <laughs> slapping that ass <laughs> with the $5 tips is maybe <laughs> off topic, but what do you guys think of the new Quest Plus subscription? It has basically convinced me to get a Meta Quest 3 this fall. Oh, well. I did not expect that the rest of that tip to go that way.
0: Uh I think it's good. Yeah. Um I think it's well, basically it's PS plus for VR games. And if you don't already have all these games and they keep the quality of the titles up, which by the way, the first four that they announced are banger titles. So, uh, yeah, as long as the quality of the games keep up, uh, and the the price stays low, I'm all for it. Like it's, it's eight dollars a month if you pay monthly, six dollars a month if you buy it a year at a time. And, uh, and they're giving good games away at least initially. So, yeah, I think it's good.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy because, obviously, uh, it, it has already convinced somebody to buy MetaQuest Three, right? And so, that's the goal. That's the goal for to to convince people to buy things, right? Uh, Game Pass has convinced a lot of people to uh, subscribe to Game Game Pass either on PC or buy an Xbox Series S or X and, and subscribe over there. Um, <clears throat> and so, subscription services are working, and hopefully, it's working for Sony as well with with Plus. I don't care about subscription services personally. It's just not it, – I, I think I'm too old, and that's not how I like to purchase games. That's not how I like to – I like to, you know, seek out the thing that I'm interested in and not just be presented with a list, here are your games this month. You know, I, I stopped redeeming the Plus games a long time ago because I realized I'm never going to get to these. I just don't care, right? It's it, At a certain point, you just give in and say, well – why do I have hundreds and hundreds of games that I'm never going to play? Why even redeem it? Like, it's just pointless. Um, I hate Nintendo subscription service, right? The only reason I'm subscribed to Nintendo online is so I can play Tetris 99 because I love Tetris 99. It's the best Tetris game ever made. But I don't like the fact that that's how you play Super Nintendo games on the Switch. Like, you get to pick from a select number by paying a certain amount a month. It's like, it's it's just dumb, dude. Like just put every Super Nintendo game that you can possibly put up on the store for $10 a pop. I'll buy 50 of them. <laughs> like love Super Nintendo games. They're going to get way more money out of me that way. That, But that's just me, right? Most people would prefer to say, well, I'm going to, I want to pay less and just play whatever's given to me. I think that's what, what most people would do these days. That was a long tangent.
0: So, uh, yeah. I think the idea is to keep people engaged. Uh I think, um, you know, one of the biggest issues with uh, Quest 2 as a platform is it's been falling off lately. People aren't playing their Quest 2s anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a way for them to uh, to to try to keep people at least once a month putting their headset on and checking out some stuff that maybe they don't already have in their library. Yeah. Yep.
1: Keeping people engaged, keeping the headset
0: on people, uh, making
1: sure that people are starting up their headset or starting up their console or whatever it is. It's like half the battle, I think. Right. Like you said, mm-hmm. keeping them engaged. So I, I, I do think it's a great idea. Um, even if it's not personally for me, whatever works, whatever works. Uh, just want to make sure we didn't miss any tips. Oh, we're good. That means we can get back to some of these viewer takeover questions. Um. Let's let's rapid fire some of these. How do you feel about that? We can just do quick little let's answers. Do it. All right, serial killer, the game cat VR two says: How often, when playing a game, do you purposely fail? Whether for a review, a trophy, or because you just suck. Sometimes I'm curious what happens. Uh, I just we inherently want to win, but it's okay to fail sometimes, as it gives us a chance to learn for the next time. How often do you fail while playing a game on purpose or not?
0: Not very often. Although sometimes I'll find myself in a situation where, like. I'm combating a bunch of enemies and I just want to kill myself to take out as many of them as I can. Mm -hmm. That's fun to like kind of kamikaze style. Uh, but I'm, I'm not into failing. Uh, so the, uh, the situations don't arise very often where I do it voluntarily. Yeah,
1: I do it. I do it voluntarily if there's a trophy associated with it. And, uh, so, and I really hate that because I feel like trophies should be for things you succeed at, not for purposely failing at things. Um, but, uh, but you know, for review, I'm like, oh, well, what happens if I jump off this ledge? Will they let me jump off the ledge? If I fall, is there something to land on? Or do I just die? Uh, how does the game handle falling? You know, like it's these little things that I'm always curious about for a review, um, which never makes it into the review, but I just want to be thorough. Um, Darkwing Chuck says, obviously we'd prefer VR games included included in the existing PlayStation Plus. Ooh, it's another subscription question. But what would you think of Sony doing a VR-specific sub- subscription like Quest Plus?
0: It'd be cool if there was an option, like you join plus, uh, did, would you, do you prefer traditional or VR? Uh, I don't think we have enough catalog with VR2 to do that. I think it makes more sense right now for them to just give one VR2 game per month, yeah. uh, the same way they give one PS5 game per month right now. Um, but in the long term, you know, philosophically, uh, mm-hmm. I would like for it to eventually become an option, like VR gamers, traditional gamers pick which PS plus that you would like to have. Yeah. I don't know how i would feel about a specific, um,
1: again, cause it's not for me. So I don't, I don't think my opinion really matters here. Um, what I would like is to, to kind of reference an earlier question we had about multiplayer games. Sony seemed to be really behind C smash, right? They were focused. They were putting it on the PlayStation blog. They were putting the trailers up on the play, on the PlayStation YouTube channel. Why not give, why not give this away for a, a, a plus tier, right? Why, why not yes. throw this if if you're really Perfect. behind this game and you want it to succeed, why not throw a bunch of the money at the developers and say, we're gonna make this a plus game at launch uh for the first month? And then that that way you're guaranteed a user base. And then, you know, do the Rocket League thing and hopefully word of mouth will help sell it.
0: Yeah. Get get yourself a, a at least through the launch window, have people in the game. And if it's in everybody's library, people are gonna play it. So. Yeah. Um Al show with the
1: uh, viewer takeover question. Uh, when do you think PSVR two games like Village, Horizon, and Gran Turismo Seven will be surpassed?
0: That's difficult. So, I mean, surpassed in terms of quality. I, think I mean, so, yeah. that's going to be tough, man. That's going to be tough. These we're we're talking about uh, some of the best games uh, that VR has ever seen at this point. Um, you know, the the technology does move quickly. I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, typically, over time, developers settle in and uh, become m- more adept at taking advantage of a platform's features, uh, working within the hardware, so to speak. So you would think year over year, the high watermark w- would get higher and higher. So I don't know. I mean, if I had to put a, a time frame on it, I'd say two years from now we should see some games. That are better than the ones that are coming out right now and that that should be the case perpetually going forward
1: yeah i mean i will save you know a little um a little inside baseball here a little behind the scenes stuff uh one of the reasons that uh I, i've been talking to all the guys on, on the without parole crew saying what we need to do a top 25 debate soon we need to do a top 25 list soon for the channel because i want to see how much it changes from early july to early december right? Because for so long, the PlayStation VR one list didn't change. They would, we'd go a year or two without major, major changes. It'd be like, you know, games would be swapped in and swapped out, but the top 10 would always be pretty similar. I don't think that's going to be the case this generation. Um, as somebody in the chat already said, Resident Evil 4, uh, I think Jordan F uh, said, when Resident Evil 4 comes, the as far as I'm concerned, it looks better in the trailer than Village does, right? It's just like, I think the art style Looks really nice, and so like I think that four could easily supersede Village for me. Uh, then it's like okay, well, what's the next racing game that'll supersede uh, Gran Turismo Seven? And for me, mm-hmm. it's going to be an arcade racing game because I'm an arcade racer. So if if we get a Bridge Racer game or a Burnout game or uh, a Need for Speed game in VR, first person that supports the wheel, dude, uh, that's likely going to supersede Gran Turismo for me. And it, so and this comes obviously comes down to tastes, you know, like what you're interested in. Um, but but hopefully we'll be seeing that kind of quality uh more often and then we'll kind of fuck with the top ten list, <laughs> top ten of the top twenty five more frequently. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um who's next? Who's next? We answered some of these questions already, which is good. Um keepy uppy. Keepy uppy. Is it possible that Sony is still in the soft launch mode because of reprojection issues? Could this also be why there's no media apps? It blows my mind. There's no way to watch 3D in 180 movies.
0: Yeah, I don't think reprojection has anything to do with that. But um, and I, and I don't think uh, that we're in soft launch mode anymore. And even if we were, I don't think re- reprojection would be the reason why. Uh, I think if we're still in soft launch mode, it's because um some of the bigger budget titles that they have in development just aren't ready yet uh and they're waiting till they have a stable uh of titles ready to launch to really start kicking up the uh the advertisement um i don't know why there are no way to watch 3D movies that, that's kind of uh, senseless to me as you know you can do it on PSVR1 you can do it on Quest like i don't know why you wouldn't be able to do that on uh on PSVR2 that's a good question.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make any sense uh, to to release a follow-up to PlayStation VR1 with fewer features than PlayStation VR1 had. Uh is mind-boggling. Yeah. However, the PlayStation 5 launched with fewer features than the PlayStation 4. So, I mean, <laughs> not unprecedented Sony. Not unprecedented. <sighs> um here we we've we so many t- questions. So many questions.
0: Well, says that's the Sony way, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, suddenly played
1: 11 says how good is the replayability of village compared to resident evil seven? Uh, have you played both these games enough to know?
0: I haven't played uh eight enough to know. I still haven't finished eight. Like I'm still, I'm about 75% through it from what I understand. Um, but seven was highly replayable, uh, just because just on quality alone, it wasn't because they're like, they made me want to go back and chase trophies or anything like that. I just love it so much that I go back to it. And I feel like the same thing will, will be true of Village. Uh, but I don't know yet. It's, we're, we're still in the early days, but, uh, I would say they're pretty comparable. Uh,
1: I'm going to give it, I'm going to give the nod to Resident Evil seven. Um, I think, I think Village, obviously has the better VR implementation, but that's not what the question is. Um, It's about replayability. And I do love how much stuff you can unlock in Village, but it it doesn't unlock in the same way that 7 does. And also, so 7 you know, says, Hey, if you beat the game under this many hours, if you do this, if you do that, and it's all done in the same framework as the flat screen version in village, it's done in, Hey, we gave you more goats because we didn't give you all the modes. Uh, so go find more goats to unlock more stuff in the store. (laughs) Um, and they didn't give us trophies this time. Right. And in platinuming resident evil seven, after my fifth or sixth playthrough, whatever it was, um, and I had unlocked so many things. I unlocked the ability to run faster. I'd unlocked infinite ammo. I'd unlocked, you know, and just like every single time I beat the game, they kind of gave me something else to uh, play through again with. Like, oh, the circular saw. This is cool. Um, and then when I finally get the platinum trophy, it felt so rewarding. Like all of that work, it's like now I can put that up on my mantle and say, I finished. I beat this game. I've seen everything there is to there's, see.
0: There's a circular saw?
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't even know that. That's awesome. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> yeah, I need to go back and play it again. Yep. Yeah, I forget. I I, I always
1: forget which um, what the requirements are to unlock all the different things. Um, but I beat that game so many times, and most of those times were uh, live uh, on without parole. So, yeah. Uh, Earthcoke in the chat says Resident Evil Seven was a better game too. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. the The Baker family is classic. Uh, the boss fights are. Less epic than Village, but definitely creepier. So good times. I agree with that. All right, we're gonna do I don't want to keep you out here all night Wes. So we're just gonna do one or two more and then we'll uh and, and then we'll do some twenty questions and call it a day. Um Mark Pringlesleaf says, Name five PSVR games that you would want ported over to PSVR two. Hmm, immortal legacy,
0: far point. Oh, I'll let, I'll let you go first. <laughs> no, I, I thought
1: we were doing this together.
0: Okay, right, we can do it together. So you said far point. I said immortal legacy. Yeah, um, I'll say, um, I'll say Russia Blood. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I'm gonna say Resident Evil
1: 7. <laughs> it's, it's it's the It's the correct <laughs> answer point. to every viewer takeover question.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh well then I'll say, and I was just thinking about this yesterday and every other day. Um here they lie. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Playing 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 synapse in that beautiful black and white, crystal clear world just makes me think just how beautiful here they lie could be in this headset. Yeah.
1: Yep. Also, Astrobot, everybody's golf, Blood and Truth, fucking persistence, and uh, and Dire Save, yeah. uh, everything, all of the games,
0: everything, yep. yeah, all the games. That's the right answer. All right, uh,
1: Wes, you've got you've got some viewer takeover questions in front of you. Why don't you pick the last one? Because I still need to pick a uh, a, t- a twenty questions game. Give me give me some, give me uh, give a give me some here. time here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not going to ask your question in uh, DVR, but I do think it's funny. Um, right, that's kind of stuff we already touched on. <laughs> all right, here, here's one. Um, what kinds of games? And th- this is from NDVR, by the way. I was talking about your other question that I wasn't going to ask your most recent one uh, from Indie What kind of games, food and music will the Brian and Wes love child enjoy the most? Um, I think it's pretty, um, pretty easy question to answer unless it's one of these things where our, our child turns out to be complete opposite of us. Uh, but definitely horror games and pizza. These are like, yeah, these are no brainers, right? Absolutely.
1: If we don't pass that on to our you... love child, I don't know what we've done something wrong <laughs>
0: And this in terms of music also very similar like we each kind of have the same yep. wide palette of taste in music I tend to like my favorite stuff tends to be more on the heavier side and I think your favorite stuff tends to fall more on the alternative rock punk rock Alt side rock, am I right emo. about that yeah
1: mcr yep
0: yeah but but I like all the stuff you like and you like all the stuff I like so yep yeah.
1: yeah. also love my love me some rock acoustic music. folk rock music too Josh Ritter uh, yeah good stuff yeah
0: I, like I, I have a I have an affinity for a lot of different music um I just hate pop music and it doesn't matter what kind of pop it is it could be pop rock or pop country all of it kind of I have no respect for the made for radio music I don't like it i i i
1: say that and I feel like I've been saying that since I was seventeen uh, or or younger even um but then a, a song gets stuck in my head um yeah like
0: i like because me- it was made to get stuck in your head yeah well you know point. what
1: success and you got to enjoy some shit sometimes wes <laughs> sometimes you got to enjoy the thing that was made to be enjoyed and these things are made to be enjoyed uh for example uh loves uh i like i like you better or i like me better when i'm with you that song fucking will never leave my head lives rent free and uh I will say it's a Justin Bieber song, but it was written by Ed Sheeran. So I give it a little bit more credibility, but uh, love yourself. Like fucking, how can that not stick in your head? Like constantly, this is, these are not songs in genres that I listen to. Neither is the iCarly theme song, but that shit stuck in my head constantly. <laughs> right? But yeah, I, I, I respect most music. I'll say that even if I don't, even if I don't enjoy yeah. it or I try not to enjoy it despite my best efforts.
0: Growing up where I did. Uh, and my parents being um, musicians, I hated country music. I hated it so much growing up. It's all I heard all the time. It was so simplistic, and I really just had no love for it whatsoever. But now, my parents always told me, you'll like it when you get older. And I don't, really. (laughs) I still don't. But The story that didn't
1: go as you expected, everyone.
0: (laughs) But I will say this. I do have respect for traditional country now versus today's radio pop country which isn't even country music at all it's right. like an r&b soul ripoff with a twang to it it's so terrible uh so i have a lot of respect for like waylon jennings oh, and like you know williams. george straight and hank williams yeah. and johnny cash and yeah. all that like i have respect for that i feel like at least that's true art whereas the garbage on the radio is just friggin like advertisement. It's just like the musical form of an advertisement to me. It's just terrible.
1: Uh, back when, um, <clears throat> this, is, this is such a dumb segue, but I'm telling it anyway, cause I got nowhere else to talk about it. Back when I was in junior high, high school, I forget. Uh, and my brother was a senior. Uh, we would, we, he would, drive us both into school. It was like a fucking long ass drive. We lived out in the country. Our, our school was way out in the city and it was like an hour drive, right? Each way. And so we'd make mixtapes and, uh, and my brother who, uh, was like head over heels crushing on this girl who, um, who loves country music and she went line dancing every week and so my brother because he liked this girl started listening to country music and started going line dancing every week right and I was like man if you don't pay, if you don't get this girl then this is a lot of wasted of time and a lot of wasted effort he didn't and now I know every single word of Brooks and Dunn neon light because that was on every one of his mixtapes dude it's like really don't need this shit in my life but here it is and I and I do have some kind of appreciation for it because of that
0: All right <sighs> All right. You ready to play some 20 questions? Yeah. But really quickly as uh, lightning in the chat says, Mike Patton. And I agree. Mike Patton.
1: Refresh my memory. Why, why, why don't I, I'm not making the connection.
0: Mike Patton, uh, fake, no more, Mr. Bungle. Okay. Yep. Uh, Phantomus, about a thousand other projects. We love Mike Patton. He's probably the most talented vocalist I've ever heard live. It's just, incredible yeah i
1: don't want to lie to and do. be like oh i'm a huge fan but yeah this i've definitely heard uh a few of his different projects for sure and uh we yeah, i appreciate it all right man we're gonna put uh six minutes up on the clock clock up on the counter we're gonna do this make sure everybody in the chat helps Wes out because this ain't gonna be easy and maybe it will i don't fucking know
0: on your mark get des go um is this game one of the top nine playstation vr games of 2023 <laughs> no You've eliminated <laughs> nine sorry, games. It, it, was, it was worth burning the question just for the laugh. <laughs> uh, You've eliminated eight games, uh, actually, because
1: Demon Slayer wasn't even
0: a VR game. <laughs> right, right, because it didn't have VR support. That's, <laughs> Major con. <laughs> yeah. Um, has this game been uh, announced for or launched on PSVR 2? Sadly, no. Sadly, no. That is a clue. Um, <laughs> mm, ha, have we talked about this game during this episode?
1: Uh, I don't think that this game came up at all during this episode.
0: Okay, so it's not any of the ones that we said sad that we don't have yet. Right. Um, yeah, I was, trying, I was trying to say um, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's good enough that we'd want it. That's all I was trying to say. Don't read right. deeper into that. Right, right.
0: Okay, um well let's just get to it then let's uh is this game uh does it support um thumbstick movement uh no no um okay uh is this a first person game
1: yes that's five
0: uh full locomotion yes so full locomotion so most likely moves only uh is this a shooter
1: uh you wouldn't call it that no but they're shooting
0: there is shooting, but okay. Um, let's think about that for a minute. Um, there are games with some shooting, but aren't shooters per se. Um, is, it, is it scary? Does that have a horror theme? No, sir. Uh, would you consider it to be like um, an adventure game? Uh No. Okay, so that's interesting. So it's not an adventure game. It's got some shooting, but not a lot. (sighs) Um, I would consider like Pixel Rip to be like an adventure game, even though it's retro. I would. Are going on an adventure? Um, is it a tower defense game? That's a good question. No, that's ten. Just, uh, this isn't a question as one of the questions, but in general, um, with regard to the, to the format here, do we consider archery games, shooting games or not? Um, I've wondered this before. I've just never asked.
1: Yeah, I, I think it depends. I, I feel like the, the correct answer should be like not shooting guns, right? Kind of like clue the person in that. You're, okay. I gotcha. You know, but yeah.
0: It's but you, Wes, did you kind Wes, of give it away when you do that. Wes it's guns. Yeah. Just letting you know. It's guns. <laughs> <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> uh is it um Hmm. So there's full movement, uh, so it can't be like a roller coaster legends or anything like that. Um Is it um Is it multiplayer?
1: No. Uh,
0: no, not, not, right.
1: not in a traditional sense.
0: Okay, so there's leaderboards, there's some shooting and there's leaderboards, but it's not about all about the shooting. So it can't be like a pistol whip or anything like that. Um, interesting. Are there vehicles?
1: No, no vehicles.
0: No, I probably, that was, I burnt that one. i already knew there was full locomotion. I shouldn't have asked that. Um, it's not archery guys. It's not archery. Um Ian Sandbridge wants to know if this is like a carnival game type thing,
1: uh like a bunch of mini games, that kind of thing or
0: right uh no, no um Red matter Two is an adventure game, and I think I might even asked if it was like a puzzler too, so no, can't be any of this yeah, um hmm, no puzzles. Hop oh, I mean, you shoot a lot in hop along the badlands. Was, is it Western themed, Brian? Nope. No. So it's not a shooter. So we keep coming up with shooters. These are not shooters. Uh, is it cartoony?
1: No, I think they're going for realism here. This is that. That's fifty realism.
0: So realism with some shooting. It's not a puzzle game. There's full locomotion, first person. Um, it's guns that you're shooting. Um hmm, is is can you fly in this game? Uh no. No flying. No flying. Um Hitman, I mean I would call Hitman a shooter. I mean I know it's that's simplistic, but I would call Hitman a shooter. Uh, And can you even shoot in Job Simulator? I don't remember being able to shoot a gun in Job Simulator. Um, I wouldn't call Hitman
1: a shooter, but it's not Hitman, so.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um, Alain Noir. I don't think so. Um, Man, I'm kind of stumped here. Yeah, the the chat is not helpful today. Good job. No, not not very helpful at all. Um, is it uh procedural like, um, uh, yeah, in mode but, in certain modes. Okay. But there's no flying, so it can't be like no man's sky. No, I'm going to, um, I'm going to
1: give you a few more seconds here because we, we wasted time talking about some shit, even though the
0: time's up. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, <laughs> it's always baby handsy in Sam Ridge. You're absolutely right. Um, some shooting in baby hands. <laughs> no guns, though. Sadly, yeah, no guns. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think I'm gonna have to tap out here. I'm drawing a blank. And super hot's a shooter, looper. Um, yeah. What if I said the word one word? Rooftops. Stride. That's it, man. It is stride. stride. I would I would have never got. I could have had ten more questions. I would have never got stride.
1: Good one. April 24th, 2022 uh, for the low price of $15. And they raised it to 20 Um uh, And then they never delivered any updates for us. Real shame because I think this game's a lot of fun. I think this game could be something special. And uh, on PSVR 2, I think it would be fantastic, um, especially with the Story upcoming. mode coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like these guys, I, I we see how they operate. Absolutely. You know, like they, they make, seven games and then which one makes money. That's one we're going to focus on Stride's Got to be making them money. That's, that's the one, right? And so why wouldn't they yep. port it to PSVR two? Maybe only because they had a bad experience with PSVR one.
0: I don't know. That looks pretty fun, by the way. That's one of the titles that we're covering this week from Joyway. Um, as far as I know, it's only slated to be, um, a, a quest release at this point. Um, but it's pretty good. Like, um, the gameplay loop is pretty fun. It, it is procedural. And um, it's kind of like they're taking heavy inspiration from like Doom VFR, uh, but they've incorporated grappling into it. Kind of like Everslot style grappling where you can, instead of teleporting into enemies, you're grappling into them and blowing them up. And um, the gameplay is pretty smooth. It's pretty fun. So hopefully it comes to PSVR 2 at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you everybody who submitted a viewer takeover question
1: today. Um, we get, it was a fun way to spend the day. Just kind of casually hanging out and answering questions, shooting the shit with the cats. Always love doing that. Um, if don't forget, we try to answer viewer takeover questions on every single show. So if if you didn't get yours read today, then Hey, head on over to discord, leave it in the viewer takeover channel and uh, maybe we'll ask it on answer it on a future episode. Um, <clears throat> make sure you go subscribe to Wes over at virtual strangers, click the link in the description below. Um, and I think we got. Um, I, I I don't I don't know what what Endreams said specifically about the synapse embargo. Although Jimmy did say during the AMA that the review embargo uh, is up later this week, so that's coming soon. Stay tuned for that. Uh, for all the Patreon supporters, uh, the five dollars plus tier, I'm going to make sure that the um, that my interview with David Hader and Jennifer Hale goes up. On Patreon tonight at some point, uh, and uh, and then if you're not a Patreon subscriber, don't worry, it'll be up on the actual channel, regular channel, early next week. Uh, so be patient about that. And of course, Snaps review coming soon. Uh, I think that's everything.
0: Is that everything, Wes? That is everything. Yeah. All right. I, I believe you're right. I think I think you checked all the boxes. Cool. Way to go. Thanks. I do my best. Well, sometimes
1: sometimes I do seven out of ten. You know. <laughs> Right. Um, but thank you everybody who hung out thank you everybody who supports the channel financially not just over here as being a member but over on patreon.com slash without pearl games thank you uh, to everyone who tipped today thanks to everybody who hung out during the show thanks to all my moderators uh, sci-fi game cat henry who may or may not no he's not getting timestamps done for two weeks so if anybody feels like doing timestamps email them to me without pearl at gmail.com I don't think anybody any timestamps are showing up Wes I could be wrong uh, and also jay meow who uh, hopefully is still uploading this on podcast services of your choice I have no idea I haven't talked to jay in like a month so Maybe maybe the podcasts have just been MIA. Who the fuck knows? Um, uh, thanks to everybody who hung out uh, today and everybody who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Happy Wednesday, Wes.
0: Happy Wednesday, Brian.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm Croon in the chat it says I can rewatch this episode yes <laughs> I, I think yes hopefully he's responding to he's re- asking about this episode this oh yeah because okay yeah. I, I see how it's going yes as soon as these videos are over uh they are available to watch forever on YouTube or as long as YouTube doesn't go the way of my space where lots and lots of pictures from my 20s just no longer exist <laughs>
0: As as long, as long as there's no footage of the uh, Apple Vision Pro, then you can rewatch the episode. Oh
1: man! But even, um, dude,
0: even even then, I made it happen. Through
1: that, I'm patting myself Kudos, on the back yeah. right now. You guys can't see me, but 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 I'm masturbating. It is. <laughs> All right, dude. I I need to drink less coffee. Good night, everybody. We love you.